0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-TV. This week's episode of McLean's Magazine on AMI-audio is doing something really cool. There's a series going on. Predictions for the year ahead, 2024. Last week's edition had this week's has housing, sports, and climate. You know, all these are generalized topics that are super cool, and there's like 10 predictions in each category. Like, really, really interesting look at the year ahead, and it's almost difficult to pick which ones to highlight, but thankfully, content curator Don Dickinson has flagged a couple to talk about this morning. Hey, good morning, Don.
1: Hey there, Dave. Yes, the most well-read woman you know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's what's super cool about what you guys do on on the reading so, show side, on the audio side. Like, there's just a lot of perspective you bring to the table. And this is a perfect example of, of, of why the shows are so, so valuable. So let's uh, pull at a couple of these threads, Don. starting with housing, specifically rental housing. What was their prediction around rental housing?
1: Yeah, well, you know, we hear so much negative about housing, but these two things are, are, are quite positive. And uh, last fall, the feds eliminated their 5% GST on all-purpose built rentals that kick off construction before the end of 2030. So basically, you start, have to think about things like student housing and uh, apartment buildings. Uh, Then they called on all the provinces to slash their portion of the sales tax. Um, Ontario, Nova Scotia, and Newfoundland Are the only backers thus far, but as a result, a slew of projects once paused due to very high costs are back in play. So that's great. You know, Mm purpose-built rentals.
0: I mean, we need more of those. That that's such a huge part of the housing picture, and it's one that was largely ignored for about 25 years as condos were going up everywhere. So definitely nice to see that area of focus, and certainly a little bit of positivity there. Don, another prediction, and this this relates a little bit to the rental picture but it's also it's also its own distinct prediction its own distinct story what about short term rentals like airbnb what are they what are they predicting around that atmosphere
1: Well, as we all know, you know, from the news, there's been a great deal of problems with Airbnbs. Last March, seven people died in a fire in old Montreal. Terrible. Uh, Six of whom were staying in an illegal Airbnb. By September, Quebec had rolled out new legislation allowing the province to issue fines of, now listen to this, Dave, $100,000 to short-term rental sites for each illegal listing. BC entered the fray also, instituting a mandatory registry operators uh set to come into effect this fall bc also impo- imposed a principal resident requirement in communities with more than ten thousand people meaning hosts can only rent out a portion they actually live in mm. the result is a de facto ban on commercial um tsrs that would limit short-term stays in home sharing the idea that launched airbnb in the first place actually um so there's obviously more difficulties with Airbnb, don't get me wrong here, but at least mm. they're trying to attempt to some to solve some of the problems.
0: Yeah, the, the, there's some complexity to it because there is some value offered by things like VRBO and Airbnb, but they also really mess up uh, a local housing picture. Like, it can be two things at once. They can be very useful and yes. very cool, but they can also be a problem. And Donna, uh, you, you mentioned some of the provincial landscape there. Federal Finance Minister Krisha Freeland has also weighed on this and says the federal government... Is considering changing some policy around short-term rentals too. So yeah, when they when you think about this as a forward-looking issue, the the wheels are definitely rolling on this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, they're 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 at least uh, attempting to rectify some of the problems.
0: Yeah, uh, Don. That's housing. Of course, one of the other big issues uh, is climate. Climate hangs over a lot of the conversations that are had, whether it be economics, whether it be government, uh, energy policy, etc. But there's actually a really neat intersection here with Canadian businesses coming clean about their climate records. What are some of the details here? I, like, there's a little bit of complexity, but I did do a little reading on this. It's really neat.
1: Yeah. And I mean, let's face it, you know, uh, a lot of businesses have been able to kind of schmooze their way through in the last little while. But corporate greenwashing, uh, greenwashers are now on notice, according to the government. As of January, all Canadian financial institutions will have to collect hard numbers on the greenhouse gas emissions they finance and in in uh, 2025, report them to the Canadian Securities Administrators. At the moment, the country's eight largest banks finance more than double the annual GHG emissions. Under the new rules, any business that's um, that financial firms, any sorry businesses that financial firms do business with, will have to disclose their emissions data. So basically, they're they're going to have to come clean, and they're going to have to record a lot more stuff, and they're
0: going to have to report it. Yeah, transparency, right? That that, that at a certain point, it's it's you, you can't figure out a solution to a problem if you don't know what the problem is, and transparency is a big part of that.
1: Yeah, the data has to be there, obviously, you know. Yeah. You can't just have these big, huge companies saying, oh, yeah, we're doing our part, you know. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Yeah, 100%. Okay, Don. let's end on a little bit of a lighter note here, but I think this one's really interesting, too. There were a lot of predictions on the sports front, but what was the one that you identified here to bring to the table for me today?
1: Well, Dave, I think we're going to do a little switcheroo here. Yeah. <laughs> Because in sports, uh, one of the predictions was that Canada's men's basketball team will return to the Olympics. It's been 23 years since the team last played on the Olympic stage. But (laughs) McLean believes that they're finally poised to make their big comeback. But since you're our big sports guy, Dave, (laughs) I thought it would be nice to ask you, what you think of their chances.
0: Big and sports guy. Yeah, that's two, uh, those are two accurate describers (laughs) of Dave Brown. Don, there has been a massive revolution and evolution in Canadian basketball for the better part of 11 years. There have been a ton of players, countless players, who have been drafted in the first round of the NBA draft, and a lot of them are having success in the league. I'm not going to bombard you with a ton of names here, but Shay Gildress Alexander is a point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's having just a marvelous year for them. He's in contention to win the league's most valuable player. He'll be a huge part of the Canadian team. Jamal Murray is a shooting guard who plays for the Denver Nuggets, who won an NBA title last year and was a key part of that team. It's not just that Canada, in aggregate, has one or two good players, Don. If you look up and down the entire roster, there's about 10 or 11 first-round picks who are going to make up that team. They had a really good showing at the World Cup last year. Don, I I believe firmly that this team could win the gold medal at the Olympics. I believe they're as good as Serbia, the United States, a lot of France, a lot of these powerhouses. That said, it's it's a very difficult thing to win because there are elite basketball players from all over the world. But, Don, I, I believe they've got a shot at winning the gold. And I would say anything less than some kind of medal would be a disappointment. I, I'm really looking forward to the basketball at the Paris Olympics. Really looking forward to it.
1: Wow. Well. I mean, I'm excited, and I'm not usually excited about basketball.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I've got. Uh, I've been able. I've been able to bring you to my side, Don. Hey, yes. Don. Love this. Loved these last couple episodes of McLean's Magazine. Keep up all the hard work. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week.
1: Okay, Dave. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: That's Don Dickinson, content curator for McLean's Magazine. You can find that show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-audio, but not on AMI-audio, not on AMIplus.ca because I preempted. I take over those airwaves, but on AMI-audio on the uh, the network, you can on the television screen, you can find McLean's Magazine. Coming up next, the UCI Paracycling Road World Cup took place in Australia last week. Nathan Clement took part recaps the event and his own experience. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. always a lot of ways that you can get in touch with the show social media that's on your phone that's on your computer you should be able to handle that one at accessible media on X at accessible media on X you can tag the company you can Right right at us. You can respond to X's. Can't call them tweets anymore. You can respond to X's. You can also chime in via TikTok. Maybe you want to record a video. That's a lot of fun too. At Accessible Media is the point of contact on TikTok. Then of course there's Facebook. At Accessible Media Inc. At Accessible Media Inc. On Facebook. And that's the same point of contact for Instagram too. At Accessible Media Inc. At Accessible Media Inc. On the ground. I am. Then, if you want to be a little more old school, well, maybe it's middle school when you talk about email, that's feedback at ami.ca. Feedback at ami.ca is the email address. Now, maybe you want to make Alexander Graham Bell super happy and pick up the phone and give the show a ring-a-ding-a-ding in one 509 4545 1-866-509-4545. If you go with the phone rep though please give us permission to play your message on the air i don't care what you have to say so long as you say it to me we've got thick skin so let your voice be heard